The Fibber, McGee, and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber, McGee, and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutton. Join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Most of us have lived in the United States of America all our lives. And the high standards of living which we enjoy and which people of other nations dream about, we have come to accept as naturally as the fact that we eat three meals a day. That high standard of living, if we stop to think about it, has been the result primarily of one talent, our ability to produce more than any other country in the world. Production, and plenty of it, has also done more than give us a high standard of living. What are we driving at? Just this. We don't want to lose our accustomed standard of living. We also don't want to lose that freedom which we've fought for and cherished ever since we became a nation. So what can we do now? We work harder and longer at our job so that we can produce enough to build our strength against aggression and at the same time maintain the high standard of living which has made our country the fine place to live in that it is. Remember, the better we produce, the stronger we grow. That's the American economic system. a day of big excitement at 79 Wistful Vista. For today's the day the tomato ketchup moguls are sending a man to look at that great new invention, the McGee Jet Ketchup Gun. Here's the inventor himself just getting home from downtown. Hey, Molly. You hear anything from him yet? Mr. Miggins, the guy from the ketchup can ketchup canning kitchen? He called yet? No, not yet. Oh, you got a haircut. So good. Yep. Shave, haircut, massage, shampoo, and a shoe shine. The works. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you. Your face has the pink, healthy glow of a newly spanked baby. I want to make a sharp impact on this lawyer, Miggins. I'd have had my teeth cleaned, too, only the dentist wouldn't come down and work on me at the barbershop. Very inconsiderate of him. Oh, he'll be sorry. I may just buy out that dentist's office and have that guy fired next week. <laughs> That'll be a neat trick. We won't have to put up with these little inconsiderations after today, my dear. Having a million bucks in my pocket is going to make a little change in our living. Yes, just having a little change in your pocket would really be living. Well, I suppose wealth does not diminish one's troubles, actually. No. I suppose one can find quite a problem trying to decide whether to light one cigar with a $20 bill or a 50. You just call one's wife when that problem comes up. I'll come running with a kitchen match and save you the trouble. And the 50. Ah, you shall have your reward a hundredfold, my dear, a hundredfold. You've been a fine little wife to me through thick and thin. The creditor's thick on the front porch and thin soup in the kitchen. Thank you. Remind me to take you on a small game safari as soon as I cash my first royalty check. A small game safari? What's that? We'll take a short trek downtown to the first salon and shoot a mink coat off the rack for you. <laughs> That'll be the neatest trek of the week. You made it funny. My, I do hope something comes out of this idea, McGee. In fact, I just hope Mr. Miggins comes. Don't you worry. It's still early. Time to start worrying is around midnight when he hasn't showed up yet. He'll be here. He's probably down at the bank stuffing a briefcase full of money right now, so is he... Uh-oh, that's him. I bet that's him. I'll get the door. I'll open it. Now, now, uh, calm down now. Keep calm. Ah, uh, how do you do... Parker, boy! Hello, kid! Oh, uh, what's the idea coming to the front door? Front door? Johnny, anybody that orders 15 pounds of hamburger these days is entitled to have it brought to the front door. Ah. Uh, Bottle of beef that size is a mark of social distinction, son. But you're right in the uptown society. I didn't order any 15 pounds of hamburger. I did. On my way downtown. 
I want to be sure we don't run out while I'm demonstrating the gun to Megan. My goodness, there's enough hamburger here to feed an army. Just what kind of weapon is this you're demonstrating to the high brass, Johnny? It's not a weapon, old timer. I told you about it the other day. It's McGee's jet ketchup gun. Ketchup gun? It's simply a thing that feeds out ketchup in an even flow without having to pound on the bottom of a bottle and have it squirt all over. Yeah. <laughs> you're pretty cute, daughter. But you don't have to kid me, kids. You can trust me. I'm not kidding. You're afraid the secret of your secret weapon will leak out to some foreign agent? Don't worry about it. The only foreign agent I know is old man Reichelberg. The insurance agent, he... Oh, for Pete's sake, pipe down. Come on out here in the kitchen and I'll show it to you. I'll show you how it works. Oh, gosh. Okay. Now, here. You see this? <laughs> Looks like a small gasoline can with a nipple on it. What you trying to do? Wean the baby, Austin? That is not a nipple, it's a nozzle. Oh. Now, this can is full of tomato ketchup, under pressure. Now, when I point it down and gently press the trigger like this, press it like this, the ketchup's supposed to come out. Something must be stuck in the nozzle. Now, give me a toothpick, will you, Molly? Will a pin do? Yeah, thanks. Must be a tomato seed stuck in there. Yeah, maybe that's it. United States savings bonds through the payroll savings plan. You can have around $10,000. And in less than 10 years, just by signing up for one United States savings bond per week. The smallest denomination. Or you can have around $10,000 in less than 20 years just by saving only $7.50 a week. Ask your employer to start the payroll savings plan for you. It's the easy way to save money because everything is completely automatic. Once you've signed, you can forget it. Your employer saves money from your paycheck and buys your bonds. The nice thing about this system is that it requires absolutely no effort on your part. You just sit back, collect your savings bonds, and eventually pocket those extra dollars they've earned. You'll discover almost any amount you want is yours before you know it through United States Savings Bonds. Join the payroll savings plan now. He'll be here in five minutes. Ah, uh, this is it. Oh, this is the closest we've ever come with one of your inventions. I'm excited. You got a right to be. Get some hamburgers started, will you, on account of because... Yes, have... they're already cooking. I'm two jumps ahead of you. Oh, I wonder who that is. That can't be him yet. Oh, dear. We don't want any company if Mr. Miggins is on his way over. Come in, though. Hello, folks. Oh, hello, Mr. Wimple. Oh, uh, hi, Wimple. I'm awful busy now. So... Hey, am I glad you dropped in, Wimple. I can use you, boy. Uh, use me? Yeah. Come right on in, old pal, old boy, old man. McGee, Mr. Miggins will be here any minute. Sure glad to see you, wimp old man. Come on out to the kitchen, both of you. What's this all about, McGee? Just occurred to me that it might be a good idea to have a witness present when I show my jet gun to Miggins. So the guy can't steal it on me. And you're it, wimp. Me? It? I see what you mean, McGee, but what if Mr. Miggins doesn't like the idea of someone else being in on this Miggins thing? ain't gonna know about it. Who? Now, let me see. Where's a good place to stow the body? I know the place, right here in the broom closet. Uh, where? I'll have to get the brooms out, McGee. That's just the place to plant Wimple. Me? Now, quick, get in there, Wimp. Get in there. It's pretty shallow, but if you stand flat and turn your head sideways and hold your breath so I can get the door closed. But what's this all about, Mr. McGee? He fits, Molly. Now, you know what to do, don't you, Wallace? 
I haven't the faintest idea. Well, you're going to be a witness. Oh, thank goodness. I thought I was going to be a victim. Uh-oh. That's got to be him this time. Now, Molly, get the door, will you? Now, Wimp, I'm going to jam this door shut, but keep your ears open so you can remember everything that's said. If you don't mind coming into the kitchen, Mr. Megan. McGee, this is Mr. Megan. Well, at long last. A pleasure, Mr. McGee. Take Mr. Megan's bag, Molly. The leather bag. Uh, no, that's all right. I'll keep it right here with me if you don't mind. Of course not. Not at all. Probably full of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, sit right here, Mr. Megan. Uh, thank you. Oh, nice bright place you have here. Is this where you do most of your work, Mr. McGee? Yep, I'm the type inventor that I like to do my inventing in a nice bright place, close to the refrigerator. But uh, let's not talk about me. Let's talk about my great invention, the McGee Jet Ketchup Gun. Uh, yes, that's what I came to see. I got it right here handy, Megan. It's a beautiful thing, as you can see. Yes. How does it work? Well, now you see, uh, here's the nozzle right here. Uh-huh. And this is the trigger here. Yes. Now, uh, get me a nice juicy hamburger, Mrs. McGee, if you please, on a bun. I have one warming in the oven, sir. Right here. Yeah, that smells good. Tastes even better with kitchen can ketchup served out of the McGee Jet Ketchup Gun. Now, watch how it works. It works. Yes, very good. I have a slogan for you, too, Mickey. My slogan is, no mess on the bun if you press on the gun. Isn't that cute? Yeah. No mess on the bun if you press on the gun. Very clever slogan. Uh, is uh, this hamburger for me? Oh, sure. Go right ahead. Help yourself. For a man, he probably didn't eat lunch. Mm, lovely hamburger, Mr. McGee. Naturally, our ketchup helps, too. And what do you think of the jet gun, Miggins? Well, wonderful idea. And the answer to the ketchup industry's prayer. Did you hear that, Molly? Well, sir, shall we get down to brass tacks? All right. Uh, do you mind handing me my bag, Mrs. McGee? I have a little surprise for you here. Make it a big surprise, Meg, my friend. All right. Here it is. Well, look at that, Molly. They managed to make up a duplicate gun for me, just like mine. Isn't that nice? What? How do they know how to... Yeah, hey, wait a minute. You've been snooping around my workshop, Miggins? Uh, look at the fine print on our ketchup gun, Mr. McGee. Hmm? Go ahead. Read it. Okay. Patented by Kitchikan Ketchup Canning Kitchen, 1952. Sub-sequent pets, 1952. How could you guys have stole my idea in 52 and I didn't even think it up till last oh, week? Oh, dear. Even I was excited about this invention, Mr. Miggins. I'm sorry. Yeah, but about gee whiz, I mean... Oh! I'm afraid so, McGee. It looks like they thought of it first. Yes, you know, great minds travel in the same channels. It's a fine idea, but uh, we've already got it. Too bad, but... Oh, well, so what? I got a million ideas. Say, that reminds me, you do have something that we can use. What's that? That slogan of his. We've been looking for a good slogan, and that's a dandy. No mess on the bun when you press on the gun. I can get you $100 for that. Oh, you hear that, Molly? A hundred bucks. Wow. And if you take that hundred and set your wife up in the hamburger business, you'll both be millionaires. Uh, how about another one of those, Mrs. McGee? Tibber and Molly will be right back. A minute of your time, if I may, to remind you about some of the wonderful programs you'll hear over the weekend on this station of the NBC Radio Network. There's music by the NBC Symphony Orchestra, direct from New York's Carnegie Hall. Drama on many great new Saturday and Sunday shows. Comedy with audience participation in quiz shows. And the latest news to keep you up to date. Yes, whenever you set your dial to your NBC station, you're assured of the finest in radio production. So make it a point to always tune first to NBC. 
we know that you and your entire family will be pleasantly and enjoyably entertained. And remember that on Monday night, there's more stellar musical entertainment on NBC's Monday Night of Music, featuring the programming of the Railroad Hour, the Voice of Firestone, and the Telephone Hour, to name a few of the fine shows presented for your listening pleasure. So accept our invitation to hear the best radio entertainment and always set your dial to the three NBC chimes. They're your invitation to great radio programming. What is it, McGee? Well, I've been figuring. A hundred dollars for an eleven-word slogan. Almost ten dollars a word. I can write about five slogans an hour, say ten hours a day. Do you realize... Wait a second now, just a minute. Hmm? I've been figuring, too. Oh? Counting the cost of hamburger, ketchup, materials, carbon dioxide, gas. You spent ninety dollars, so... Listen, what's that? Oh, my gosh, we forgot all about Wally Wimple. Good night. Good night, all. brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Wallace Whipple and Joe Kearns as Mr. McGee. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again next Monday night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Here, listen to Washington tonight on the NBC radio network.